0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to Why This Film, the podcast where we delve into your childhood, pick out a movie, re-watch it and have a chat about it. I'm your host Emily Slade and welcome back. You watched it so many times before and now you're gonna watch it again. But it's been so many years since you last saw it And now you show it to your friends And they're like... What? What am I watching? Why? Th- what? Is what? This? Why? what? Why? Why this film? film? And today I am joined by Lewis Hello Lewis
1: Hello hello Whee!
0: Welcome welcome um, And your choice of movie today was
1: 1998's Small Soldiers It was indeed, it was Hooray
0: So the IMDb breakdown says... When missile technology is used to enhance toy action figures, the toys soon begin to take their battle programming too seriously.
1: I hadn't so... even read that, that <laughs> and that makes it sound so much better than it is. <laughs> it Not saying it's a bad film, but oh, no. that sounds fantastic.
0: That makes it sound freaking crazy. Yeah. Um, so what's your relationship with this film? Did you see it in cinemas? Was um, it in VHS? I definitely...
1: Well, I definitely owned it on VHS. Mm-hmm. I doubt I saw it in cinemas because it came out in 1998 All and right. I was born in 1997. All right. So, sorry. I'm, a, right. bit, a, bit, I'm a bit of a baby. Um, so I doubt, I doubt my parents yes. brought a newborn and I was conscious enough as a newborn to remember this yes. film. Uh, so bad. it's probably a VHS that my mum picked up from a boot sale. Oh, and she read the IMDb as well and went, oh, that's was, perfect like, for my son. Brilliant, <laughs> Yeah. six-year-old. Missile Tech Toys.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Um, I did see it in cinemas.
1: You did? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm quite jealous then.
0: <laughs> I feel so old. No no. It's never happened to me before. Yeah. No one's ever been like, I actually didn't see this because I was a newborn baby. <laughs>
1: I Um, feel guilty for being (laughs) born when I was. I'm so sorry. No,
0: well, I was born in '91, so I mean, this came out in '98, but it probably came to UK cinemas more like '99. Yeah, let's let's say. Um, But yeah, no, I, I, you may be too young to remember, (laughs) but um, cinemas. Was it in black and white? (laughs) Yes, there was a man playing the piano, (laughs) (laughs) and uh,
1: after every little frame, you got the words, (laughs) the dialogue.
0: (laughs) 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 Came (laughs) up. So it's interesting watching it this way. Um no, they cinemas used to hold you could have a cinema party. Okay. So you don't know this. Do I don't you? know this. No. Oh.
1: This is actually <laughs>
0: no I'm glad gosh.
1: this is being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being taught about this cinema parties.
0: Um so shall I sit party. on
1: your knee for this or? Huh? Shall I sit on your knee for this <laughs>
0: or? <laughs> Fuck you. Um Right. So, hello, children. So, cinema parties used to be a thing in the nineties and the early two thousands, where you would you would go to the cinema and right. um, your child would have picked the movie that they want to see. But before that, you have some fo- You go to a little party room
1: and yeah.
0: um, you play party games. Okay. Um, you get a, a VIP sort of um, lanyard that's like stamped with your fingerprint. Yeah. <laughs> fucking great, okay? <laughs> um, you'd play a bunch of party games, have some food um, and then you would go and watch the movie um, and you would be on the front row.
1: Okay. So, oh. so, like, you would watch the movie and you'd be in the front row, but, like, could anyone else be in, this, in the cinema? Yes, yes, yes. Because oh, so here I am thinking that people booked that inside. So, <laughs> no. I was like, it's they didn't do that in my no, end. No, no. I don't think anyone had enough money to book out an entire screen <laughs> yeah. in my end.
0: No, no, no. We would, we would just. You would basically hire out like it would be like the first two rows of the cinema, yeah. and you would have your little lanyards, and they would, would let all the normal special. people in, Yeah, and the then like, they would let the party crew in <laughs> down the front, and like yeah. they always with the
1: big fanfare and trumpets, <laughs> Pretty
0: much. yeah. And you would sit there and you would watch it. Which, of course, as everyone knows, the very front row of the cinema is probably the worst. The place
1: worst, yeah. To just
0: sit. So, um. Great.
1: I think, it's, I think it was better this time round. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if it's because I'm a fully-fledged human being now and not, <laughs> not the tiny little sproglet I once was when I was <laughs> watching this on VHS. But I, I actually was very pleasantly surprised with this. Mm. I thought it was...
0: I think it's a stellar movie. Plain
1: and simple, it's a good movie. I
0: think I did read in the IMDb um, trivia that this was the, like, 24th draft or something, plus there was, like, four writers... Wow. And to be honest, that kind of makes sense because it's solid and it's tight. It's, and it's
1: well One of my notes was that it's just so well-paced. Yeah, it's it a is. a two-hour film, and I... Yeah. took To come in here to watch this, um, to watching it before I came here, rather, um, I was a bit like, oh, where am I going to find two hours? Mm-hmm. And much less want to give two hours to yeah. a film. Um, I, 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 it flew by. Mm-hmm. I, I was p- very pleasantly surprised with yeah. how, how well-paced it was. Same. It's tight. It doesn't stay in one place for very long yeah. and it doesn't feel rushed though. It doesn't. I never once felt rushed.
0: It flies by and it's, it's great. And a lot of that is down to the choice of actors that they have in there voice yeah. actors and actual actors. The,
1: I think the voice acting is better than the acting. Oh, I agree. The voice actors are fantastic. Chip Hazard is brilliant. And Tommy Lee Jones. Um, yeah, it's Perfect. absolutely perfectly, he's, perfectly cast.
0: He's great. So let's, let's dive into it. Shall absolutely. We? Can't so, wait. When I mentioned to someone that I was going to be doing this movie, they said, ah, yes, Gremlins for kids. I don't know if you've seen Gremlins.
1: Well, I have a similar note. I called it Robocop for kids. <laughs> nice. Now, I see the Gremlins, but I thought mm. Gremlins was Gremlins for kids. Because well, it is. Yeah. I had a little gizmo growing up. I had nice. a tiny little gizmo. And that I had was... all the toys from this as well. Oh, did you? I That's did. It's really cool. It is really cool. Well, I was missing Nick Nitro, Brick Bazooka, and, you know, the red prototype one? Yeah. And only a true nerd would know of the... <laughs> would remember the red prototype one, yeah. but, yeah. I he desired. was the rarest, yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, I didn't want him, because he was about flatulence, and as you know, I'm quite phobic. That's like That fair. sort of thing.
0: There always has to be one, though, in these kids' movies. Mm. Um it's just because Joe Dante is the director and he is the director of Gremlins, and that's why in this movie we get references to, to Gremlins. We see a, a, a mogwai skull on the side. Where do we see the mogwai skull? In Alan's room. It's, oh, is there a it's mogwai
1: eye... No, 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 this is fascinating <laughs> to me. My
0: eye because I was like, this is the director from Gremlins, and this came out in the 90s, and directors... Would loved nothing more than shoving their own stuff that, yeah, yeah. in their own movies. It's a bit of a um, pat
1: on the back for yourself. Immediately, the
0: first thing we hear is, <laughs> My password is gizmo. Yeah. And then we cut to Alan's bedroom, and on his desk, there's a Mogwai skull. Oh, see,
1: I had. So, so, I mean, I just literally watched it from the perspective of this was a film growing up. I didn't mm-hmm. dig any deeper into it. Um, I had no idea it was the director of Gremlins. I also love Gremlins, which. Mm-hmm. I guess I've got to look into this director a bit more then. Because yeah. I, I love both those films.
0: So we start in a in a board meeting, don't we? We do. With um that guy from Arrested Development, David Cross. Yeah, he's wonderful. He's in everything. He, he sort yeah.
1: of he's, plays David Cross.
0: Yeah. He's and we yeah. love him for it. So he's great. So he's there and he's he's invented the Gorgons, Gorgonites. Yes. Um and then you've got uh someone else. Larry,
1: Larry, I think it is.
0: Larry, who's invented the small soldiers? Yes. Um, who are a lot scarier in design than the Gorgonites. The
1: Gorgonites, you would think, being the monsters, <laughs> like, would be the scarier ones. Yeah. But it's and I know yeah. it's
0: because like that's the movie paints the the soldiers as the villain and the Gorgonites as the heroes. But you spend a lot more time with the soldiers than you do. The you Gorgonites.
1: do, you do actually. You don't get to. I think you probably see twice as much. Yeah. Of the small soldiers as you do the Gorgonites. So it
0: is questionable as to who the real true hero of this movie is, especially as Tommy Lee Jones is crushing it. Yeah, as I mean,
1: I don't think I could ever choose sides.
0: Mm. Oh, it's so good. Fallen. <laughs>
1: I don't think I could ever pick sides against Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. All right, ladies,
0: now
1: listen listen to her. But okay, if we're okay. going to get onto that, as mm. a kid, I preferred the small soldiers to the Gorgonites. Really? Absolutely. I mean, I, I've got notes upon notes about. Mm. Archer seems a bit slow, (laughs) doesn't he? Like, but the commando elite are like later on in the film are are, are, are working, are making a whole lab and things like that, and able to recognise a gin and tonic from far (laughs) away. And Archer's having trouble with trees,
0: yeah. (laughs) Like,
1: and he just seems a little bit slow. And all of the Gorgonites do really, yeah.
0: And like, because they all have weird, uh, like, because the soldiers are very like. Quippy and quick talking, yeah. whereas most of the Gorgonites, apart from the comic stand-up comic one, and
1: um, the ins- is it Insania and in some yeah ins- the
0: one that like s- the, that's the Tasmanian he was my depth.
1: favourite yeah of the Gorgonites
0: <laughs> because all the others are like we've got to hide <laughs> it's
1: and it's like God you're lame
0: yeah they kind like, of like they're lumbering and they're slow and they're useless they
1: and, are and I suppose you know. that's what they're supposed to be but mm, like
0: they're friendly were they peaceful. ever yeah. But like,
1: they were never going to be a match for the Commander. Well, they're
0: either. meant to be a, edu- they're meant to be for learning, aren't they? And this big, this big like boss man who's like the the kind of the villain uh, live action villain of yeah. the movie where he's just like, hello, my name is capitalism. Yeah. He literally like spit takes and he's like, excuse me, did you just say learn? Learn? <laughs> and I'm like, and oh. he, as he
1: twirled his comic mustache <laughs> yeah. like.
0: And I was like, hello, the 90s. What's yeah. really interesting about this movie is it makes such a thing about... It, it seems to be... Like, David Cross is there to be like, hello, I'm anti-military and also anti-capitalism. Hmm. And yet the entire movie is, like, pushing and promoting the military and capitalism. This is, like, the prototype for what the Transformers movies went on to be. I'm going to say that now. Okay. Just because they're like... Do you think it actually are bad. pushes... And yet, like your favourites were the soldiers. You had all the toys. I did, I did, I did. That's a
1: fair point. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and they're more. But fun. they they
1: are sold they're as the villains, and
0: they literally save the day with a checkbook.
1: Yeah, that's like, true. That's like, very true. But I do like that scene at the end. And as well. then
0: they're like, "We'll we'll get there," but like but he's
1: always painted in a bit of a negative light. So I, I wouldn't say so it's promoted, but. He... do you know
0: what I mean he wins yeah because then he goes on okay. to sell them to the fucking military yeah he's like take this card for the army get me more of these and he literally says yeah. like there's going to be some rebels in South America that'll be really interested to meet these
1: toys that's and imagine like, the implications
0: what is imagine that? the and implications that's how the ends yeah like capitalism wins out and the military is great it's uh, no never ending yeah. story books don't win but my
1: notes start off with, um, you know, a film's good when it it gets to use its own song instead of the Universal
0: oh, logo on.
1: Yeah, I think it's a good sign. So your notes, your notes really hit the ground running, and mine are still <laughs> messing around in the title in cards. That's <laughs> fair enough.
0: Though, I it is, it is that. a good
1: sign. It's I really think cool. it's, a, yeah.
0: It's different, isn't it? Yeah, it, it immediately attracts you. I mean, if Universal
1: was willing to let you, yeah, yeah.
0: They do it all the time now, like, every Disney yeah. castle is specific to that movie, which... Yeah,
1: it's gotten a bit lame
0: now. I really don't care for it. I'm yeah. like, bring me back the, like, seven blocks on top of each other, getting yeah. smaller and smaller, in the, and the, like, And the little shooting shoot But now it's like, look, we've CGI designed a specific castle, and we're going to watch a train go across a track and pan it. And you're just like, nope, yeah. nope, no, your film is already three hours long! Don't, stop messing around here. <laughs> stop it! <laughs> um, yeah... The the credits come in late. The credits. This is almost like a pre scene, isn't it? Because yeah, they, it's setting they up they and then set it up to we get have these...
1: the montage of them being three D printed, which yeah. I was weirded out to see because that's <laughs> that's to my understanding quite a new technology. I'd assume it's a new technology to um, you know the the public and you know businesses have had it for longer, mm. which makes sense mm. to me. Yeah, um, but it was just weird so to no, see yeah. that level of technology was. Yeah.
0: In a movie to, where... Like,
1: like, not even in the 2000s. In a
0: movie where a VHS gets shot through the window.
1: on <laughs> a bow and arrow.
0: <laughs> I, I died. It's, <laughs> it's brilliant. So died. The
1: creativity is fantastic.
0: It's really imaginative. Um, so, Kirsten frickin' Dunst yeah. is in this movie, and it's not enough people love her enough i think she's brilliant she's fucking it. fantastic she hit the ground running with interview with the vampire and she just got Carry better on. and better yeah. and better um she, i love her so much i didn't
1: realize how much of a a, a big part of my childhood she was because mm. obviously she's in the Tobey maguire spider-man as well which she's, was a big yeah. film for me as a kid mm-hmm. so two of the big films for me as a kid and I mean, have got
0: jumanji Ghost in well. I didn't watch
1: the original. Oh, okay. Yeah, I missed that train. She
0: was in most kids movies. She
1: was yeah. It was,
0: it was split between her and Drew Barrymore depending yeah. on what kind of girl who wanted. was available that the, day. The two kinds of girls <laughs> yeah. who were allowed to be in the 90s.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: um <laughs> so yeah, she's cool but she seems a little older than Alan.
1: I I've, I I've okay, immediately I'm glad got that yeah, too. I she's she's a good foot taller than him. <laughs> yeah. And nothing wrong with a taller woman. No, no, but no. like he's visibly
0: it makes him he, he, look a lot, because he's yeah. pretty baby-faced anyway. Well, to
1: start with, and he's, he's, he's shorter and he's smaller. And, and, like,
0: we meet Alan so that we, we, once we leave the sort of setup scene of making the, uh, the, the toys, we meet our main character, which is Alan, who comes with the most beautiful haircut
1: oh, that curtains.
0: I have ever seen. The
1: curtains. The
0: Backstreet Boy vibe.
1: It's fantastic. It's, it's so 90s.
0: Um, and he's running his, this toy shop on behalf of his dad. And, and Kirsten Dunst comes in. And his backstory is meant to be that this kid is, like, kind of cool. He's a rebel. He's like, and he's burnt down he, yeah. to school. And he's, like, i never
1: once believed it.
0: Never believed it. Never once believed it. Whoever was the casting director for this movie, I'm really sorry. But are we but supposed like, to believe it? Yes. Is it? Because yes. we never... Do we because get confirmation? His whole um, character arc is that he can never do anything right because he's such a rebel and he's he's a bad boy and he's yeah. burnt down the gym like buffy and and he's done all these things and his parents are like we can't trust you and he's like oh my god give me some responsibility i've changed and they're like no yeah. and then finally he proves himself and the family reunites and everything and like that's his whole
1: thing right right
0: but it never landed with me whenever i watched this movie because i it didn't land
1: like, with me as a kid you and it did land with me now
0: like someone who sits at the front of the class yeah. and turns his homework in on time. Yeah. Like, I'm really sorry. And maybe they're trying to subvert our expectations. Of what a bad boy is. Um,
1: a bad boy has these sort of characters.
0: I feel like this movie was trying to give us characters in the 90s that we'd never perhaps seen before. So we got this kid that looked like he should have been up there with Bastion from The NeverEnding Story yeah. sharing books, but actually he's been burning down schools. Um... Kirsten Dunst, who's who like, looks
1: like the girl next door.
0: The, the girl next door, who then like becomes a fucking sadist. I will get yeah. into. I will unpack Kirsten okay. Dunst's character, but she's a sadist. She's in this a, movie. She, yeah. Her boyfriend, who turns up on a motorcycle, so you're meant to be, oh, he's the, the romantic cool. rival. Yeah, he's, he's the, the cool jock guy. that we're meant to hate. This boy never does anything he wrong. He
1: never does anything wrong, and I, I was watching out for that
0: mm-hmm.
1: because you know you're
0: waiting for him to, to, to treat
1: be, her uh, bad. I mean, he or does, like, he no. does abandon her. Um, he was
0: set on fire. That's
1: what I was about to say. <laughs> like, he does <laughs> abandon her, but he was set on fire by small barbies <laughs> attacking him. I mean. You
0: can't blame
1: I can't him. really blame him. It's not no. it's not the best move, but it's
0: you can understand. I,
1: can't, I can understand that. Um
0: cuz then what she does instantly is dumps him behind his back. Well, Yeah. Um, but like do you know what I mean? So we've got all of these characters that we expect to oh, be a they're a little bit of way, a mismatch. But they're kind of subverted and I I would like to think that this is genuine knowing Joe Dante's work from Gremlins. The characters are pretty by the books in that. Mm. So it, he's not really known, I would say, for for trying to push diff- and maybe it was the choice of actors, the actors made choices that they the studio just let slide and we're like yeah, And it
1: right was then. quite a relaxed set, I suppose. Yeah. Maybe. Um, um yeah, I'd like to believe yeah. that it was all in the nature, all in the for the for the, you know.
0: To to give us to people give people we... choices
1: and differences, yeah. but I don't know.
0: It, it, it's for a 90s movie when you're expecting a very specific setup.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: we we don't get it from these characters and that's kind of refreshing. Yeah. But it also just sort of caught it's a, me a little like jarring. Guard a bit. It's a little jarring. Yeah, it is. Um but that's fine. So she she's like flirting furiously with him.
1: Absolutely. And like you can't mis- you can't blame the guy for
0: falling in love with her. Yeah, cuz she is she's, she's, she's
1: giving him the like signals. She's really giving him signals. As she then, jumped as she jumps on the, on the back, back of, of a, and, and I know motorbikes, and that's an expensive motorbike oh, really? for the time. Yes, for the time that would have been. So I, I believe so it's a Honda Richard. CBR. So do you think she was
0: just with him for his money?
1: Possibly, <laughs> but also, I mean, I fancied him a little bit. Mm. Like, I mean, mm. he's a big strapping man uh, jumping on the back of this yeah. bright red sports bike.
0: Amazing. He's quite
1: hot. And you, Why wouldn't you? And then. Just, She's kind and of flirting she, with Backstreet Boy. Genuine,
0: yeah, she's flirting with, with baby Backstreet Boy.
1: Baby Backstreet
0: um, Boy. Oh, dear. Yeah, it's funny. Um, so then we meet the the neighbours to our main family. So you've got Alan and his mum and oh dad. God. And their neighbours yeah. are the perfect 90s neighbours.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: They're loud. They're annoying. They're obsessed with... with like
1: tech.
0: With the new technology. Yeah. With capitalism. Yeah. They bought into that American dream. Yeah.
1: That voice will haunt me. He, the dad's voice, that you know, kind of, like... You know who it is, really? I do... Uh, well, I know of him. I'm not very good with names. But, like, the, the, the nasally voice is just... It's perfect for it.
0: So, oh, sad story. Great story, but sad story. So The Neighbour is played by Phil Hartman, who you may know as Troy McClure from The Simpsons.
1: Yes. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Um, And I have to tell you this, because it's a really lovely bit of... Trivia that's yeah. accompanied with a really horrible bit of trivia. So Zach Brannigan, the character from Futurama, yeah. was specifically written for Phil Hartman.
1: Right.
0: Unfortunately, he couldn't ever take up the role because he was murdered by his wife.
1: No way.
0: Yeah, he was shot in the face while he slept by his. Oh wife. my
1: god. Yeah,
0: it's really for sad. what? Um, just, just she was mentally ill. Oh no. Um. She immediately confessed to it, I think. Yeah, and, and, and it was oh, just a... and then she committed suicide. I just oh. remembered. Um, it's really, 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 really sad. And um, i just slagged
1: off his voice. No! <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, it, but that's what he, he was, Living off. He was brilliant.
1: That, like, I meant it from a place of love. No, like, ju- it, it's so annoying a, yeah. that it's perfect.
0: And he was a comedian, so, like like, he really... He was he was wonderful, so talented, so lovely, and this was his last movie before that happened.
1: Oh no! So I had no idea.
0: Yeah, it's dedicated to him, to yeah. his memory. Um, so rest in peace, Phil Hartman. Rest in
1: peace, Phil Hartman. You
0: were perfect. Yeah. And you're perfect in this movie as the he's brilliant. The like bratty neighbor who, like, uh, what's really good about this movie is like. I think why I, we love it and why it stands the test of time a bit is because that like the the minute there's proof the adults believe you yeah and it doesn't take too long
1: for anyone to believe anything because that's the most annoying part about any film yeah is especially kids knowing movies. yeah knowing something is one way mm. uh, and spending the film convincing because that's yeah. not no one wants to watch someone have an argument no one wants to watch no someone got time for that. it's just not fun and this film okay we you know, might have a little second of hesitation and then they pick it up and believe it and then we can move on to the next thing and it's just next thing after next thing after next thing and it's all this, it's brilliant
0: (laughs) so um, Alan has got a shipload of toy soldiers and Gorgonites from the back of the van from uh, this um, actor who's always in Joe Dante's movies he's in Gremlins as well um, and he's wonderful. He's
1: brilliant. I love I him. I love
0: him so much. He, I, just has he, has he never no
1: plays a big faces. role, but no. he's just—he's so, so pleasant.
0: Sort of working class. Yeah. Sort of like
1: real down to earth guy. Friends to the kids. Yeah. Kind
0: of nice man. And here he is, and he gives—he gives Alan a shitload of these toys, and um, Alan gets back home and he, he finds the Archer. Well,
1: he does. He does. Um, one detail I left out was he—he mm. he gives a, a bargain. For Joe. He's like, Can you just lend to me so I can put them in the store? Maybe we'll make some money. He's not actually supposed to have them. No. Which is a bit of a plot point. His dad hates. New technological Guns toys and, like, and violence. Like, yeah, yeah, no
0: violent toys. That's
1: why his shop's not doing very well because yeah. he's just got like pirate um, ships and jigsaws.
0: It's established really, really well where we first like cycle up because it's the nineties in America. Yeah. To the to the toy shop. There's an old lady with her grandkids looking in the window, going, "Oh, look at these lovely toys." Yeah. Um, and that sort of tells you all you need to know. But they go one step further, and the teenage son. The teenage grandson is like, "God, Grandma, nobody buys these toys. We're all going to a Toy World or Can whatever." you imagine
1: talking to your grandma like that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it makes me sick. <laughs> it's horrible. Oh.
0: But it tells you all you need to know. Like we're in yeah. we're in we're in the 1950s with this toy shop.
1: If we're going to get good pacing, we need to slag off Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So um, so he gets these toys in and he sets up all the commando dolls on the in the in a really decent display. Very
1: good display. <laughs> I mean, he has, like, oh, six of them, doesn't he? Well, he has 12 yeah. total, because he has the Galvanites as well. But yes. he's got this whole display he's set up for them.
0: Really decent. Yeah. Um, and he leaves them in the shop, and he goes home, and Archer has uh, sneaked into his backpack, and he, he sort of meets Archer and starts having a conversation with him. But while Very he's doing that, run. he's on in Carter, I can see the blankness in Lewis's eyes. <laughs> and Carter was like... I guess like prototype Wikipedia. Okay. It, I think it came in a C on a CD ROM. Oh. Um. <laughs> God, I feel so old. <laughs> we were both born in the same decade, and yet here but we just, are. We,
1: we like bookended the nineties. Yeah, we,
0: we did, to be fair. Um, anyway, I saw In Carter pop up on my screen, and I was yeeted back to <laughs> the nineties. I
1: had no idea. It always was a. Uh, I, I just thought I misheard what they said, and I just I was like, "What's in Carton?" I, yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was the plates.
0: No. Okay. okay. No, it's it was right. like a yeah. Was this, it was like before Google existed. It was. Oh we my god.
1: It. Is there is there time, <laughs> there before, Google? time
0: before Google? Before Google, what do
1: people do to settle arguments?
0: We we put things on floppy disks oh. and dialed from our landlines. With That's the, what With that AOL like. <laughs> Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> yes, that's what we did. Except you couldn't if someone was on the phone. Um, good times.
1: Oh God!
0: <laughs> it's fascinating how quickly love, technology has yeah. Progressed. I
1: love I love watching films like this um, because you get to see this little time because capsule of when this was normal. I and
0: mean, it and it's such a a small time capsule as well. I think that's what's so interesting because we can all watch Casablanca and watch them. Uh, use these like the, weird do the, the rotaries
1: and things and, like uh, that and yeah and things
0: like that and 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 take the ship everywhere uh, yeah but we kind of else. know and we're like oh cute because yeah, like you know
1: but we know feet. that's kind of quite a clear difference but in but
0: Carter is is literally like 6 the 7 years little
1: slither of a window of it's time tiny, yeah tiny. and it's just a little thing because it's so close to us but not quite yeah. that we get to see that they live just like us but just <laughs> not quite <laughs> And it's, I think oh. it's so fascinating.
0: It's really And
1: one of the most fun parts, um, just bouncing off that point, um, about re-watching a childhood film, because I absolutely have not seen this since mm-hmm. I was a kid. Um, what I really like about it is that, like, no matter how much you grow and how much you change as a person the film stays the same. Yeah. So you can go off and do whatever you want, but this film is this fixed point. Yeah. And you can revisit it with your new perspectives <laughs> and your new view in the world. And it's just... And look, in your new information. Yeah. I now know I can watch <laughs> this again and go, <laughs> in Carter, yeah. it's like Wikipedia. Yeah, I'm aware of it. And I know what it is now. Yeah. Um, and I can come back to this film all these times and have all these different perspectives on it. And I think yeah. it's brilliant. And I think that's one of the highlights about childhood films and that's yes, uh, why yeah. this podcast is I think is brilliant and
0: it's I of the 90s because there's so much debate out there that the films especially for children that was cu- that were coming out in the 90s were awful it was a really bad time for cinema for children
1: yeah see but I'm not sure I agree it's
0: because it's our childhood you roast we're like, goggles shut up yeah <laughs> you don't know yeah what you're talking about
1: how can an adult have an opinion on childhood Cinema.
0: It's what's so interesting about this podcast, several movies I'll come to that I've never seen before but someone else grew up with and I'll be like, what in the hell do you see in this movie? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, it's perfect. <laughs> and I'm, I'm the same, there's movies that I'm like, this movie is great and everyone's like, are you blind and deaf and but
1: stupid? But this, this movie is... Great though, it's, this isn't even rose tinted goggles. It's, it's it's a good it's solid movie. As
0: cuddle, I enjoyed watching it. I, yeah. I, I didn't have to take a break. As as wonderful as these characters are, and as different as they are, and as like cool as this movie is, it this is I was I was I was like I got comfortable in this new space of this nineties film that wasn't quite going. The places that '90s films usually, usually go, do. Yeah. and then and then Alan turns around to Kirsten Dunst and says, yeah, "You're not like other girls." Oh. And I had to pause the film to go and vomit, <laughs> and then resume it. Yeah. Fuck you, Alan. Yeah. What does that mean? And as someone that like used to pride myself on not being, being like, like
1: other girls, girls
0: I want to Go back into my past and, and punch yourself. myself yeah. in the throat like, stop it, stop all of that. Yeah. No, just because she likes Led Zeppelin, yeah, just because she like, yeah. doesn't like this particular TV program, yeah. And she's she's so manipulative, she's starting all the conversations and she's like, Do you like this TV show? Oh, you don't? Oh, no, me neither. Do you like Led Zeppelin? Yeah, no, it's the, the, my they're,
1: they're very like, loaded questions, yeah. if I remember it correctly. I mean, I don't remember direct quotes. But she says, you know, um, basically she loads the questions yeah. in such a way that he kind of has to answer
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the desired fashion. And,
0: and, like, she's, like, grilling him. Yeah. She's, like, grilling him for, like, for what, what What are your hobbies? Oh, look, we have so much in common. Yeah. We have so much in common. I'm just going to leave you there. Let me get on the back of my boy's motorbike. See you later. Yeah, yeah. Home, and I will see you later. And you
1: can think like, about this later just, when you're back at home with uh, Archer.
0: She's, she's a sadist. She's a real she's sadist. She's a little bit, play. yeah. Um, we haven't even started not, to unpack. Our.
1: Not something I picked up on as a child. Oh. Maybe that's why I'm so bad at flirting. Maybe that's <laughs> why that's why I learned it from. <laughs> Ladies, if you're out there, that's my uh, flirting technique. <laughs> if and that's where you're into, I'm is, in yeah. Ealing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Send me a floppy disk. <laughs> so, so, in the post.
1: Uh, what is it? In Arcadia? Yeah, you can look <laughs> me up on in Arcadia. In Carter. In Carter. Sounds wrong. Who's in Carter? Oh, what did Carter do to deserve a, all these people in him?
0: I'm so old. Um, so meanwhile, whilst Alan is getting to know the lead Gorgonite Archer, who all, all he has to say is like, I need to get home. Oh, this it, sucks. Oh. I'm
1: boring. Blah, blah, blah. How is he so much worse than the other one?
0: Literally. And while he's doing that, Chip Hazard is punching his way out of the box,
1: Oh, God. like on
0: the advertisement we saw at the beginning. Oh, it's brilliant! Rounding up his troops and being yeah. like, "Commandos!" The way he says oh. "commandos" gets me every time. It's I'm fantastic. just like, I
1: get goosebumps. You're
0: great. You're great. You're it's going just to fantastic, Tommy Jones. You're great. Yeah.
1: He's fresh out of the box and he's ready. He's on his mission. He's he's, he's going about it in the and best he, fight, and he succeeds because he he, he's he he destroys. He's He's on it.
0: He, we get to meet all of the small soldiers in a way that we don't really get to meet the Gorgonites.
1: Absolutely, we sort
0: of glance over the Gorgonites and we're like, oh look, it's the one. Oh, with they're the all in a bin. And yeah. That one as well, and there's also that one. Anyway, whereas the small soldiers, we line them up, and it's like, hello, I'm in charge of demolitions. Hello, I'm the like one that sets fire to things. Yeah, because I've got a match of in my communications. mouth. Yeah. Like, and they're all like specific and cool and and like dangerous and, like, fun and and uh, well-voiced. Now, someone older than I mentioned to me...
1: Are they still kicking?
0: (laughs) Older than me by, like, (laughs) four years, okay? Um, Mentioned to me when I said I was going to do Small Soldiers that... I'm going to get this wrong. That all of the Small Soldiers, other than Chip Hazard, are voiced by the cast of The Dirty Dozen. Okay. So even that went over my head.
1: That's something that's gone over my head. I think
0: the Dirty Dozen. We'll look was it up like... on in
1: in, in Carter.
0: <laughs> it's <was> like.
1: <laughs> I'm sure it'll be on there. But the, I I did look at the the IMDb for a little bit, and all of the voice actors do look a little old. Yes. I didn't want to say it like that, but.
0: So the Dirty Dozen is I've got it up here. It says as D-Day approaches, and that's really all you need to know about that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I've got the gist of it. Already. So it's the cast of the Dirty Dozen that are voicing the small soldiers. So they've gotten these like war veterans, yeah, in. like actor war veterans, it's in brilliant. specifically to play these characters, which is fucking cool. I guess the equivalent so cool. of it now would be like if you had a a, a, a film about magic, um, and and, got the there was, and, was and was you got in. the Harry yeah. Potter cast in to play like all the animals, or yeah. Something. Um, just something really like cool, be very
1: cool, specific. Something that like you know you would pick up on if you knew that thing, yeah. but not you know. It, otherwise, they just do a good performance. They're
0: just doing a really, really, mm. good performance. Now,
1: I am I've just quickly become aware that we haven't explained why these toys can talk and we we did mention it earlier, mm. but basically in the construction of these toys, uh, they're trying to find a chip powerful enough that will allow them to move, talk, and learn. Yes, and. So What's his name, Larry? Larry. Larry decides the best approach Larry. is experimental military chips.
0: Yes. He literally orders a shit... Like a ship... It's,
1: it's a shipment, chips worth, yeah.
0: Of, like, high-tech military chips.
1: Experimental chips. Because they weren't put to use yet. Yeah,
0: they're, like, yeah. under the wire. And he sticks them all in his toys, which means that they can, they can learn new things, they can adapt, they can evolve... Um, not physically, but, like, mentally. Yeah. And they can pick up new information. They're just
1: a little bit too clever. It's,
0: and, I mean, it says at the very beginning, the, the big corporate man says, why don't we make toys the playback? And I believe even as a child, I was like, why would you want that? Yeah, it's... That literally sounds so dangerous. Because I just... Isaac think... Asimov... Is rolling in his grave Absolutely. right now. Nobody... No. I mean, mm. this is coming from someone that is genuinely kind of scared of AI and the robot It's, te-
1: it's te- And, and um, I think this movie does a good job of making you aware of, of how, how, how... Pardon me, how scared you should be of it. Because, I mean, they're literally doing their own thing. They and, fuck you up. Yeah. And just because...
0: because the idea is that the small soldiers are meant to hunt and kill the Gorgonites. However, the humans get caught up in this fray by
1: being viewed as allies,
0: and and there's no mercy given to them.
1: No, and they there is blood. There's blood
0: in this there's, movie. There's
1: it's a kids' movie. movie. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. It's, Even
0: Mufasa didn't bleed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he was trampled to death.
1: Yeah, it's 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 a little bit violent, which I Very respect violent. massively in a kids' film because. <laughs> No, I do. I actually am um, actually campaigns. a little bit passionate about violence in and and when it comes to kids.
0: I think I think death and the introduction of it is important yes. in these movies. No, I, I don't necessarily think violence. is.
1: I don't think you should really like pretend that the world doesn't have it. And I'm not saying like let's True. let's show what every kid saw. It's
0: about glamorizing it. Yes,
1: I think that's a fair point. But th- I mean,
0: and if it looks cool which it does in this movie that's glamorizing it.
1: Do you think? Yeah. Cuz even as a kid I like I remember the you know the corn cob holder yeah. gun <laughs> that he shoots into his leg. Yeah. I remember thinking that looks like it sucks as a kid. So <laughs> that's fair. and and that, yeah. that the cut on the side of the hand. Where did yeah. you get that Dremel thing from? Is that is it an a, an average thing in an American kitchen One thing? So there's a so Alan goes to grab him, and Nick Nitro comes at him which with, with like a it's like a circular saw on a stick. Jesus! And it's, it's a handheld one, but obviously for Nick Nitro it's it's huge. Um, and he, he slices Alan's hand with it.
0: Oh, ow! I don't remember that.
1: Yeah, and uh, again, yeah. as a kid, like oh, that yeah, stuck with me, like, and that, that looks ow. like it sucks.
0: Interesting. You make a really, really good point, actually. Yeah, if you're showing that violence has consequences and is bad... Yeah. Because... Because your faves are in pain yeah. and danger.
1: Violence in kid movies doesn't, isn't a bad thing. Like, it's not a bad thing. And it's,
0: it, it,
1: it, I, think it, it... I think it takes... I don't think it's necessary to make a good movie a great one, mm. but I think it helps. Um, because it raises the stakes, because kids need to know that stakes kids need to know that things have consequences. Yes. And when you're giving them things like minions, where the minions are invulnerable, and yeah. they don't do anything or say anything, and the whole movie is just a skit.
0: I mean, my... You probably won't know this because you were too young. I'll search it up. <laughs> but my, the main advert that we used to have around fireworks night on TV was this little... Um, he was either a firefly or, like, a bumblebee or something. A uh, little, like, freckled kid. Yeah. Firefly that would like, light a match and fly around with it and then he set his own wings on fire. I and, like, think I remember that. And it was like, don't play with matches. And it stayed with me my entire life. Because you see a little I lovely was, like, cute... Well, he wasn't lovely and cute. He was he was the bad boy of that insect. But you realm. see him get injured. But you see the consequences of his actions. Uh,
1: you know, people, kids and it, need to learn. And never
0: okay again. Um, so the, the small soldiers have left the toy shop.
1: Yes. Well, they're they've beaten up. They've beaten up one of the Gorgonites, yes. And the rest have hidden in the bin with the, the remains bin. of their friend, who they're yes. currently piecing together oh, yes. with an AM/FM radio. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. It's
1: Fantastic.
0: It's great. It's
1: fantastic. Um, I love one of the lines. He says, "I think I believe his name it becomes Frankenstein." Yes,
0: um, Frankie, I think. Frankie,
1: anything like that. Um, one of my favourite lines was: "Last time, last time I got in a fight, I woke up with AM/FM. It was fantastic." It was a really, <laughs> little line.
0: I didn't, I missed that. It's
1: oh, its I I started listening for them because I've yeah, really, I I never nice. picked up on them as a kid, but I started listening for them. There's gold in them, their hills.
0: So they escape, they take all the tools with them because he's like, these yeah. weapons are shit, we need better ones. Yeah,
1: because they're plastic <laughs> and like, they recognise that they're plastic, yeah. <laughs>
0: it's really And then they
1: start walking around with it's like, knives on their it's backs, like actual knives. It's like
0: Rogue. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, if Buzz had become accustomed to the rocket strapped on his back and started using it to kill people.
1: Yeah, um, it's like... It's, it's, it's Robocop meets Toy Story, yeah. I think.
0: Yeah, it's fair. They See. go to look for the Gorgonites, and there is, there is a shot-for-shot shot remake. I, I think Toy Story came first, but you know when he... Like, Buzz is attached to something on the road and the dog chases him down the road. And that's what happens in this movie. The small soldier is attached to the bicycle yeah. and there's a dog chasing the soldier yeah. on the bicycle. It's like the same... It's Buzz holding onto
1: the back of the lorry, I think. Yeah. And the dog's and chasing the dog him. But him. It's a similar but sort of thing, same, yeah.
0: It's the same. It's the same.
1: I just thought it was a brilliant little scene where... It's cute. It's really well done. He, he, he you know, he, he catapults himself onto this bike... And you can see him literally working his way up. And like, I don't know how they filmed it, because I think it's brilliant. Uh, they've got, like, the mechanics of the bike are all whirring round. Yeah. You can see everything's moving in the background. And he's climbing his way up this bike, and I just think it looks fantastic. It's
0: very clever. For 1998, and bearing in mind... The CGI is. My go-to is often, 2001 was Gollum. And yeah. That's, and that's Fellowship Gollum. We don't see proper Gollum until 2002. Yeah. Um, um, proper Gollum. But then you also had 2001 was Dungeons and Dragons, which was fucking awful CGI. So it's it's always hit and miss as to what you're going to get. Mm. Philosopher's mm-hmm. Stone CGI is pretty fucking bad it's too. It's quite poor. So this one switches from what looks like genuine like stop motion animatronics.
1: What well, they are?
0: Look in incredible
1: Br- beautiful
0: and it switches between that and it and it does sometimes go to the CGI and you can which is CGI,
1: fine you but can yeah you
0: forgive it because it's used so sparingly yeah only in moments where they clearly thought they kind of had to yeah
1: because there's no way I could have ever imagined how you would puppeteer the bike scene
0: yeah exactly but, and but it's beca- because they're toys you get away with it. Yeah,
1: and because you've given them a grounding in reality with the practical effects.
0: Exactly. Always you, use a mix, people. A
1: mix is the best, I Never think. just go
0: for pure CGI. Absolutely. So they get... The small soldiers eventually... I just really remember the scene. Make their way into Phil Hartman's house. So the,
1: the reason you remember the scene is it's a fantastic <laughs> scene. It's,
0: it's... So much of me wants to say that it's frightening...
1: It's, it's terrifying. But, like, it, they drug it's them. not.
0: Like, I never once felt threatened, and I don't remember having nightmares about this movie as a kid. And I say that only because I had nightmares about everything as a child.
1: So, Absolutely for this one to not is a, is a positive.
0: And the first time I ever watched a movie that was meant to be frightening and I didn't have nightmares was Shaun of the Dead. And I watched it on DVD, so it had been out a couple the dead of years. Really yeah exactly but that was the first time I was able to watch something with the lights off and I didn't have nightmares everything wow. else frightened me to yeah. shit the in- I was scared of the entire world I still am you asked me the other day what are you afraid of everything everything, Lewis. everything all of the time and yet this movie never felt threatening to me, to oh. the point where it entered my
1: dreams. I had the opposite reaction, though not quite it entering my dreams <laughs> like the Sandman. Um, but yeah, I just watched the whole thing horrified mm. because I believe we're in a world where these these toys can exist. No! Like we're, we're not far That's off, horrible. at least. I just think if someone really wanted to. Yeah, but so. so the
0: soldiers break into the neighbour's house and they, they basically... What's cool is that you keep switching between, like, the uh, soldier vision.
1: I love... The, it's a predator.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. It's really cool.
1: Oh, Terminate is probably closer... Yeah,
0: because it, it comes up with, like, With the text.
1: Like, yeah.
0: And it's, like, spotted gin and tonic and they're, like... That's flying.
1: where I get annoyed. Yeah. Because it, you can literally see it analysing, seeing that it's soda water and uh, an alcohol... And then having enough knowledge to understand that the pairing together mm-hmm. is a gin and tonic and archer's having trouble understanding wind. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's why I just think that like who put this match up together? Yeah. Like it, it doesn't seem like a war to me. It seems like hunting. Yeah. It's it,
0: it's true. it's blood the small, sport. The small soldiers are literally so, predator. Yeah,
1: so and much archer's more capable.
0: Not anywhere near Arnold Schwarzenegger.
1: I, I don't think
0: Archer is like Yeah. The
1: forest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like He's. I don't think at any point.
0: The fallen tree. Archer he steps on.
1: Actually, deals any sort of damaging blow.
0: No. Well, on you, anyone. They're meant to be a peaceful race. And no, I but even 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 at the
1: end, but... the other Gorgonites start to fight back, and Frankenstein goes ham, if yeah. I remember correctly. <laughs> but Archer goes to fight. I'm jumping ahead. I'm really sorry. Yeah. But Archer goes to fight. Chip Hazard on the, the, the thin board and then gets stabbed in the leg with his own knife and kicked off the board before yeah. he even deals a punch. Yes. Yeah. And, and I'm, at one point he's getting like a nuggie as well. He's just not a good leader. And he's not. And I feel guilty.
0: To children. Not really. Sense, not really. You
1: he is a monster. Yes. But I also feel oh, guilty and yeah. an empathy towards him, oh. which I think is, uh, you know, a kind decently. Yeah, a, a decently dare I say, well-written character. Like, if I can <laughs> feel that sort of thing towards him. Because I feel voice. bad, I feel bad for feeling that he's so incapable and feel because I kind of want him to do good.
0: Yeah, but, but he's
1: just so again, incapable.
0: Subverting your expectations. You expect him to step up to the plate or like, yeah. lead his people into a better and world. And he gets kicked off of a... But he just gets fucking, his ass handed to it because, yeah. because he's just a peaceful reiner and he's an, um, he's an emissary. So he's a politician.
1: Yeah. I didn't, Didn't know what emissary meant as a kid. Still don't.
0: made an educational guest
1: thank god you made me uh, um, a person sent
0: as a diplomatic representation on a special mission.
1: fantastic so yeah
0: like a politician yeah
1: i, you, I got very <laughs> i got nervous that i, I thought i would just know, come out like, and confess i don't know what that means <laughs> no, I, thank when, god here
0: i was like it means this <laughs> let me just encarter Well
1: you were right you were right <laughs> you, let me encarter <laughs> oh, i'm never using google again i'm just gonna say i'm going to encarter it that's probably why it never caught on. It's, it's a bit too many syllables. syllables. Does, does it, it still
0: exist? exist? Of course it does
1: In museums? <laughs>
0: Shut up. There'll be a 90s museum one day. So he's an emissary. Oh, I'd like to go. They're like, because they're like, hold, who goes there? And he's like, I am Archer.
1: Emissary the of, of the Gorgonites. Gorgonites.
0: So he's literally like a visiting politician to be like, hello, how are your trade routes? He's
1: a visiting politician um, with a bow and arrow attached to his arm.
0: No, for the I imagine for the people on the road that he might have to fend off because he doesn't yeah. he rarely uses that bone arrow, does he?
1: He never he's, so he emis- doesn't fight.
0: emissary is, is is repeated so much and it never landed with me, but now we're talking about it it makes it, so much sense.
1: I agree, I agree. He's not He's a politician. supposed to be fighting. He's
0: just some dude topless. Oh. Muscled dude. He's
1: roided out. <laughs> he I was. I had a moment where I was looking at him. I was like, "You are properly roided out." He should out. be
0: looking more like Loki and less like Thor. Yeah. For for yeah. A, for his job description. He
1: looks like he man. Is why yeah. Which I
0: think we're duped.
1: We're like,
0: oh, he's gonna kick ass, and then he's like, no, 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 no. I'm here for the linguistics uh, to educate children. Imagine if like
1: Boris Johnson looked like that. <laughs> If Boris Johnson just rocked up to the next like House of Commons, oh, just with his shirt off and a bow and arrow on his arm, and he's just shredded—I mean,
0: the one he'd be arrested—he would be arrested,
1: he would be which, arrested you know, and he should be. Wouldn't be? Yeah, he should be already. already For honest, I—I um, so I think I want more roided-out politicians.
0: That's fair. It's a fair thing to ask. I'm glad you said it and not me. Yeah. It might sound a bit sexist. To no,
1: because like I'm, I'm going to well, hold I women to the same the standard. What's her name? Merkel, the German one? Oh, yeah, Merkel. start looking
0: like Xena. Yeah,
1: she's got she's to gotta pump the irons too. <laughs> I'm holding everyone to the same Stand, standard.
0: That's fair. 2019. Um, so, yeah, so with their Terminator vision... They.
1: How oh, we still only here? <laughs> we still haven't have <laughs> actually
0: told them what happened.
1: Oh my god! I'm so s- sorry. No,
0: that's the point of the podcast. <laughs> man. They sedate them.
1: Yeah, that's why it's scary.
0: They fucking sedate them. They they catapult like sleeping pills into their G and Ts. Yeah. Until they pass out. And
1: we're talking a good four or five pills.
0: It's terrifying.
1: It's quite scary. It works too well. Their accuracy with the mouse trap catapult is impeccable. It's impeccable,
0: and then we go upstairs, and thus begins.
1: Where it really my
0: favorite. You're about to be like where it really gets frightening. Yeah, and I'm like I fucking love this.
1: It's brilliant, scene. but it is quite scary. As I mean, they, they 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 kidnap the, the 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 child first. Can oh, I? let's not brush l- over that. The little
0: boy is like wow, I can't believe that I a whole set. <laughs> and they're like, let's fucking get this child. Yeah. Like, what? And then, <laughs> he's literally put on train tracks, right? He's like, <laughs> yeah. he le- right, his legs are tied to his hands, which is like my biggest fear. You can tie my hands up and you can tie my legs up separately, but if you tie my legs to my feet...
1: The I'm next just, time I I'm tie just, you up and <laughs> I'll, I'll remember, remember that. that. Yeah.
0: Like, just fucking kill me For now. For all like, the
1: times like, that comes cool. up.
0: So they go upstairs and... A real, a real sort of. I'm just, I'm just going to take over for a bit. Go for it. As a girl, this is the scene that really. This is your scene. You, you,
1: you talk be, about this scene
0: because because it's the girl scene. It's the girl scene. We get one female character whose name I can't even. We get Kirsten Dunst. Well, I mean, we, we do have two both.
1: Months. Months. I was going to say you said one. We have three. We have three. Four, if you want to count the assistant. Okay. That hands out the cheques at the end. So we
0: get the, like, stick-up-a-butt assistant. Yeah. We get two mums. One, one
1: of them is a beast. One
0: of, who's a badass and one who's pathetic. Yeah. And then we get Kirsten Dunst, who's the love interest, essentially, and a sadist. Um, and then we go upstairs to Kirsten Dunst's room, and it's been sort of... Oh, God, I wish I earlier. could say that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> It's been hinted to us earlier that she collects Gwendy dolls, which is, which is Barbies. Knock they? off Barbies,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, Unless they are real.
0: No, I don't think they are. No? Okay. Or maybe they are. I don't know. Anyway, we see all these Gwendy dolls, and we're like panning across these shelves, and there's like a, a Gwendy astronaut, and a Gwendy first lady, and a Gwendy like explorer, and all of these really kick ass career paths. For these Gwendy dolls, and there's I'm really empowered watching these little Gwendy dolls. At the very same time, every single small soldier except what I can only assume is the asexual chip hazard, is is it's ugly. Man. It's vile. They're like, I'm I even written
1: it down. The, oh what he
0: like they come to the room and he goes, Well, 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 what do we have here? And one of them goes, Bombshells, sir, <laughs> fully poseable with
1: the with the um, with the wolf whistle in the background. Yeah, and the and so- sexy saxophone.
0: Like honestly, and all of the small soldiers are losing their shit. Yeah, they're doing um, that proper like big bad wolf thing yeah. where they're like ooh, ooh, Ooga. Ooga. ogling ogling um, like, brick bazooka
1: it, requests a, a three day pass three day
0: pass denied yeah. Aww. Aww. Um, it cuts to like a picture of the like Gwendy bed
1: can I, can I also interject I know I said this was your scene but think about this right now that's in their software someone programmed these toys to have sexuality oh
0: my god
1: why why? Oh my
0: God.
1: Do Look, they even that's... have
0: workable penises?
1: I doubt it. Br- I mean, Brick loses his entire bottom half, and is that has Are they man? like,
0: are they like a Ken, a Ken doll down there? Or I'd they... assume it's a
1: Ken doll because it's just plastic. About... I had the actual figures, Emily. I don't know if I, <laughs> if I have Did said this. Did you ever take
0: their trousers? Well, they down. don't
1: have trousers. It's just legs. Like, oh. It just is.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that
1: they're, they're flat there. So that I don't know really what he was going to do what, with his yeah, three-day pass. What, uh, Use his imagination,
0: I guess? Yeah, just sort of have a chat, go for dinner, see a movie. Uh,
1: maybe isn't quite so uh, threatening now, is, is it? <laughs> it's quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: down for that.
1: Three-day pass to wine and dine the <laughs> Gwendy dolls.
0: <laughs> um, but it's, it's bizarre, and I remember not having a problem with it as a child, and I was re-watching it, and part of my head was like... I should, I, should, I should have a problem with this because it's nasty. But because Chip Hazard's in charge and he denies all requests and he shuts everyone down yeah. and he's literally like these are reinforcements. Bring me the head it's
1: of Nick Nitro. What a line.
0: And they unzip this body bag and they it, it's beautiful. It, he's just like removing like a like, there's literally like a popping sound. As he yeah. pops the head of this action figure, rips off his sort of skin mask face.
1: Like Gordon Ramsay, like, yeah. dicing up a chicken. Cracks like.
0: open his head and pulls out the microchip. But of course, to the other soldiers, they're like, oh,
1: horrified. Oh, yeah.
0: Be sick. <laughs> it's really clever. It's really funny. And because Chip Hazard is like, these girls are soldiers. Even as a kid, I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. And they get a baking tray and they put the safe, like, connect the chip into not it even and of. they like frankenstein lab it with like there
1: is no electric, way any science like, on earth backs up what goes on in that they, room and they
0: get all the gwendy dolls down and they put them through this machine where like they get shaved and declothed and reclothed into like army gear but not like because they're gwendy dolls they're still like 97% naked but it's we're talking camo bras because they're also like They've got like black eyes now and their like hair is like shaved off and they're all bald. They've got knives, fans, hands, they've got they? yes, they've got like weapons is like that they're, they're they're badass. They're not sexualized, they're genuinely badass, and they're all brought to life and they're all voiced by either Sarah Michelle Geller of Buffy Fame or Christina Ricci of Wednesday Addams Fame.
1: Oh didn't know that either. <laughs>
0: wonderful they're brilliant
1: that they they have they have (laughs) some of the best quips out of the and
0: this is the thing as well because you have the you then you then kirsten dunce comes home and she's like what the fuck is happening and she's like like she reports she's like hello uh, sarge Canon father reporting for duty sir and he's like step over there and they're not they're no longer sexualized they're like they're soldiers. They're fighting, yeah. winning, and I—I I just, even as a kid, I was like, "This is fucking cool. I want camo Gwendy Barbies for the rest of my life, like, yeah. the, like the shaved, um, camouflaged, like I love it with yeah. knives attached to their no, hands. No, it's
1: just cool to me. I just didn't—I so cool. didn't know that, that didn't, people would have yeah, this reaction.
0: you have that girl. Well, not
1: not Literally. not to say that like I. Like I, was, like I thought the opposite I thought you would hate it it just mm. never crossed my mind this scene was a bit of a I was more focused on you know the bad science going on of like putting well, a chip on a plate and I, then I literally get in live
0: my um the weird science plus Sarah Michelle Gellar equals my best my favourite thing and I'm the, glad the, you enjoyed the scene going from wanting to have sex with them to then turning them all into badass soldiers Yeah, it just again it's subverting
1: like what they, you thought they
0: could have kept them in their pink outfits and wedding dresses and had them just spend time like giggling on the arms of the soldiers yeah like, another movie would have had them Unless doing yeah the a movie but this movie fucking weird sciences them yeah. into badass soldiers. So then when Kirsten Dunst comes in, they're like mutated. They're like Sid's toys.
1: Oh, and their their faces just, are all like all kind like of chucked m- back on. A
0: melted. Yeah. There's one that's just eyeballs attached to the to body. A stick, yeah. And she goes, "Have I overplucked my eyelashes?" <laughs> <laughs> and like it's things like that. It's like, "Hey there, girlfriend. Let's go to the mall." While she's like stabbing her. In the yeah. Side. Yeah. It's so good. I can't it's remember some of the clips, but they're so funny. Don't hate me because I'm beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do something fun. We'll all get facials. Did I overpluck my eyebrows? And then um, the boyfriend has just dropped Kirsten Dunst off—the really nice boyfriend that I and don't have problem really, with. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's really fine.
1: Yeah, um, he, he pressured her a little bit. No, he's, try,
0: he's trying to get his way back. Well, but well, yeah, look, he, know, he
1: put but, a move on. I mean, there's nothing wrong with putting a move on. No, he put a move on, silly. got denied, and he quite elegantly—well, elegantly, well, he elegantly he, maybe the wrong word—he he quite, he just left.
0: And then, and then you, you cut to him, and he's outside, and he's like.
1: Uh, my, uh, bike hey, die. my bike uh, won't start. My bike won't start.
0: No, no, that's not it. So like, you know, it's like I instantly. I'm he's like, just nah, a teenage relatable. guy.
1: He's just a teenage um, guy. It's
0: cool. It's cool. He's not arrogant. He's or oh, he's like practicing outside. That's cute. And then he hears her screams and he runs upstairs and he tries to help her. And they're like, Oh look, a man!
1: A <laughs> man! And they like
0: jump on him. Gulliver's
1: like, Gulliver's um.
0: Gulliver's yeah. travel style. Yeah. Like she's already tied up and gagged and they jump on him hopefully and he's not like, with their feet connected he's to her really, hopefully not like that <laughs> and he's really trying to help Kirsten Dunst and he's trying to and then
1: he these, gets he gets yeah. like
0: these barbies away he gets set on fire so he falls and falls down the stairs yeah and runs away and you know
1: without trousers on as well he takes his trousers off
0: fair Fair play, man. Yeah. You were set on fire. You've probably got burns on your ankles. Like, yeah. Go to the hospital. And, yeah. go, and then call for help. You know, we don't know that he didn't try and call the police. We don't
1: know that he didn't come back later on and they'd moved on to exactly. a, to Alan's house.
0: But that's the last time that we see that boy. He
1: doesn't get a big.
0: That's the last. And time I like we see
1: that. Him. I like that they don't focus on making him the bad guy. Like they don't no, exactly. focus on. He's not any. Because you know
0: who is the bad guy? The girl. Who twenty minutes later is like, "Ha ha, you're my boyfriend now, Alan." And I'm like, "Sorry, did you yeah. did you cro- did you check that with your previous boyfriend who tried to run in and save your life and was set on yeah. fire, who you haven't caught up with yet?" He like maybe there was a deleted scene, but like he never did anything wrong. She dumped him without telling him. So as far as he's aware, they're still
1: together. I also, I mean, yeah, she's kind of the bad guy, but I like that they don't do this. A whole thing of like, oh well, he was doing this or he was doing but that. Yeah, bad. They no just reveal. leave it. It doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't affect the plot really. I mean, it affects it. Kirsten Dunst's character
0: because it makes her look fucking awful. Yeah. So, so,
1: but is there anything wrong with that? Because I mean, at the end well, of the day, she can. She's more than allowed to just not to be, just a nice be a nice character. Terrible
0: person, yeah. And
1: the, the romantic interest doesn't have to be perfect.
0: It's. Kind of cool. Because
1: he's not perfect either. I if know. If we, be- we believe Alan's of course, stories. Of course, So, I mean, w- this God is quite, quite a w- down-to-earth, kind of real film where people aren't perfect, yeah. are getting together together, and it's, if that's just how that wants to work out, that's that, like, because no one's perfect.
0: Enough. No, it really is. It's it's genuinely fair enough. She's captured by the Gwendy dolls, and <laughs> Alan is in his room, and through the window is shot. Oh, oh. A VHS, which like, if you're listening and you were born 2001 onwards, a VHS is probably the size of like an A5 notebook, (laughs) but like super thick. It's like a cassette, I don't even know what a cassette tape is either. Fuck me. Um, it's clunky as hell. And it shot through the window. It's had to be, like, taped to the window <laughs> With, like,
1: <laughs> with four du- Industrial, yeah, industrial duct shot tape. shot through the
0: window. By a toy,
1: no less. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, it's fantastic.
0: Um, and on there is Kirsten Dunst being like, help me. So Alan runs around and he's attacked by the Gwendy dolls. And then Kirsten Dunst escapes and picks up a golf club. And start fucking going for these toys. Yeah, a little bit, little bit too much. She yeah. literally says the line, "Huh, I'm kind of enjoying this." And she says the line,
1: "I never liked these anyway." Well, why do you have why so many? Have
0: so many, and they were all in their boxes, pristine, so it was like collector's items.
1: I can only imagine it was a case forced
0: of forced upon
1: her. I guess, but it that's makes, a strange one. It
0: makes sense for her to like them because she has so many, but it also makes sense for her to not like them because of how we see her act. She's quite tomboyish.
1: Yeah, because so, I was about to say, I mean, she's talking to him about how she looks, and I'm not to make any sort of presumptions uh, no, of course, about but anyone. She's but like, she's like, I like
0: heavy I like Led Zeppelin and, like and I like... I she's never
1: wearing a dress thing. or a skirt. No,
0: she's always in, like... Pl- like
1: Plaid and like, jeans. Plaid and
0: jeans, riding a motorbike... And then yeah. she starts hitting these dolls, and she's like, this is so much fun.
1: So is that... I mean,
0: so, yeah, maybe she doesn't... Take from
1: them. that what you will.
0: So she starts going sadistic on the toys. Um, and is this when the sort of climax starts to happen?
1: It is indeed.
0: Where... Basically, it's just fight scene after fight scene. So there's a mini mini fight, and then they all go back to Alan's house, and all the adults are there as well, all the neighbours yeah. there, because that's when the scientists turn up. Well, the people like, that
1: made the toys, the people that made the toys, mm. so David
0: Cross and Larry, and they're like, Hello, um, so there may have been a problem with the toys, uh, really sorry about that. And the adults are still like, What the fuck? And the Gorgonites are there and they start talking and chilling, and everyone's like, oh, Okay, we, we,
1: we believe you. you.
0: And then the small soldiers turn up outside, yeah, and, and this is where the oh, we battle go.
1: begins. Here we go, and it to the tune <laughs> of,
0: it, I couldn't remember this happening, yeah, and then when it happened, I was. I literally, like, squealed that out. Psychological so they, they warfare. So turn, they turn up, and they've got this big stereo, and they've got all of these weapons, and they're like, we're gonna fucking kill you, your allies. Like, Phil Hartman's come it out. And like, he's no surrender. Out. He's tried yeah. to, like, wave his white flag, and they're like, no surrender, and he gets back in the house, and they're like, shit, what's gonna happen? And they crank up this volume, and they hit play, and it just comes in with... Yo, tell me what I want, what I really, really want. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I'll tell you what I want, what I
1: really, really want. Tell me what you want, what really, really want. I wanna, I really, really, want It's so we've got this, we've got this. what great. I mean, I don't know if you loved it like you did the Barbie scene, I but I mean, it was it. it was a what is a terrifying scene of like an entire yeah. army of commando elite that are coming to attack them. To the tune of Spice Girls.
0: The tune of Spice Girls. It's and all of these one of these live action people are like looking bewildered and the mom is still really drugged out from the G and T and she's like I, like I this love song. this song and you're like, Me too, lady. Mm. Me too. Uh,
1: and then there's the whole fight scene basically, which is just Littered with brilliant quips. Oh, it's brilliant. Um, it and they're so, so ingenious, it's like yeah. nail guns attached to RC cars. It's like lawnmowers. Lawnmowers. Yeah, yeah, it's really fantastic. This is the thing,
0: because then Kirsten Dunst fucking comes in on a like fucking lawnmower that's yeah. like a vehicle yeah. and starts fucking running them over. Down. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, Kirsten
1: It's brilliant. It's yes, absolutely brilliant. It is. I just think the whole film is just littered with these little brilliant lines,
0: little quips,
1: uh, and so they, they, they they never hang around on them, and they don't make... oh god, I just <laughs> see what we did there, guys. They just Funny. do it and they carry on. Um, and this is where they all the command, you know, the, the Gorgonites start fighting the commando elite. They all start doing a good job, everyone but Archer, who I don't believe does anything no. except no. for he goes up to fight Chip Hazard about to stop Alan from triggering an EMP on the trans...
0: Yes, because that's the best way to get to the chip. Is because the chip's one weakness, magnetic. which had been set up better yeah. than
1: we've set it up, <laughs> yeah. um, was that it was susceptible <laughs> to EMPs, which is why the military never used it. Yeah. Um, and now Chip Hazard's going to stop Alan from triggering this EMP, mm-hmm. and Arch is going to stop Chip Hazard... From stopping Alan, yeah, and which consists of probably a ten-second fight scene, so anticlimactic yeah, in my opinion. A little bit. Um,
0: They're on like a telephone pole, yeah, aren't they? Because that's where Alan is to sort the shit out. Yeah, because cause, yeah, that's where Chip Hazard. Because then Alan gets pushed off it somehow.
1: No, he doesn't get pushed off it. He um he puts he, so he grabs Chip Hazard and puts him in the middle <gasps> oh, of the yeah. transformer to bridge the gap to to trigger the the explosion and I think the explosion from that blows him off and he lands uh, we see like a couple little shots of like trees moving and we believe oh he fell into the tree he's alright still definitely would have broken a few bones definitely
0: a few bones Um, probably paralysed
1: I think for sure would have brand start that (laughs) but no it's fine the things we do for Gorgonite Scum
0: (laughs) (laughs) um So, yeah, Chip Hazard is well and truly dead. I mean, he's the last one to die. We keep coming back to him and he's, like, melting. Yeah,
1: and he's, like, "Ah, saying all sorts of weird, like, broken (laughs) catchphrases.
0: Then Mr. Corporate arrives in his helicopter as they're all surveying the damage the next morning. And um, he literally saves the day with And there is
1: some damage as well. Oh, there's
0: a lot of damage. It's
1: It's a war zone.
0: They're picking up bodies from the floor and putting them in bin bags. Capitalism. Yeah. Um we're back there. And then Alan Alan eventually finds the Gorgonites, he finds the Under a satellite, a satellite which dish. apparently
1: shielded them. Again, I'm sceptical as to the science. No enough about science.
0: But yeah. it's cool because there are heroes yeah. and we love them. We
1: do we They're
0: our favourite, can we remember all their names? Uh,
1: no. I remember most of the Soldiers. Soldiers' names.
0: Yeah, because they're cool and illiterate.
1: Because yeah. these
0: ones are like op- optic. Oh, optic... Uh, Something about an eye,
1: because he's an yeah, eye. Yeah, and it's oculus. Ocula.
0: oculus.
1: Ocula. Ocula. So it's ocular. there's archer. It's, yep. I believe it's...
0: Frankie the Frankenstein. One. Frankie
1: the Frankenstein someone. I believe the punch it is either the rhino or the little orange ball that he carries around.
0: Yeah, what's up with that ball?
1: It doesn't get any sort of screen time at all. Uh, it's insomniac or insaniac. I think it's Insaniac. 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 Um
0: Scratch
1: it. Scratch it is definitely the orange ball, and Punch it is for sure the the, the, like, the
0: Rhino, the
1: Rhino, the rhino, the rhino looking one. Okay. So we, so we can we, we can dr- we can scrape it. ourselves through their names.
0: We find the Gorgonites, and they're sort of uh, they sort of dreamed this whole movie had been to go back to Gorgon. It's really land.
1: not. I don't it's think it's established that well
0: It's, it's, it's lame It's but their need,
1: whole they... character arc is they just want to find this place that doesn't they're... really exist Yeah,
0: they're dorothy it into the abyss which is kind of dangerous to send off military-armed toys But, but... Too real. What is it with the military? Wanting things, make your own things the
1: Military just sucks a bit, doesn't it? They but want them...
0: werewolves in dog soldiers they want velociraptors in Jurassic World they want toys in small soldiers so they find them and they put them in the boat that has the boat's probably been more well established than them wanting to get back to Gorgon it was actually they're put in this boat and they're sent they're sent off to Gorgon and this is the literal last shot of the movie yeah this whole movie ends with a bunch of characters we don't really know
1: or care care about. about
0: put in a boat that we do know and care about yeah we know the dad's going to be pissed I'm more
1: concerned for the the boat in the end I was just like oh that's just going to get ruined and he puts them
0: on this lake to this non-existent place that they're just not going to find yeah because it doesn't exist what's
1: the implications of allowing these military uh, military grade life forms I'm just going to keep referring to as life forms just because sort of view them like that because he has they conversations with them and learn. talks to them and what
0: if one of them yeah. wanted more but what's, what's what the if,
1: implication of just what allowing if was, like, them
0: Rick out of Morty and they just got more and more intelligent and wanted more and more power. Yeah. Like I
1: mean you just, you what's just this
0: good after watching what can happen when these things go wrong, he yeah. puts six of them in a boat, six what to if eight had- of them in a boat. And the last line of this movie is a Titanic joke.
1: Yeah, I hope we don't hit any icebergs. I don't know how I feel about it.
0: People died on the Titanic. Yeah. That's how you ended your movie. Like we never go back to Alan. We don't. We don't.
1: We don't, we don't catch up with him just having dinner with. Um, we don't.
0: We don't see normal life resume. Yeah. We don't see any. We. What's nice is that we don't see any setup for a sequel. Yeah. Something that was like, a wink, a see you in cinemas in a couple of years' time. Mm-hmm. But this one doesn't do that. There's no sort of like...
1: Where Hello. would they go with it?
0: But yeah, and that's Small Soldiers, which for all its flaws...
1: It's not a perfect <laughs> film, By because I've definitely been singing its praises this entire time. But it's not a perfect film. Mm. And I just think for a kid's film, it's... It's not afraid to 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 show its kid, you know, its audience, its child audience, um, you know, some of the harshest things in reality. And it's well paced. It's well written for the most part.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: There are a few problems, like, but I just think all in all, it's a good film that I think still stands up. Thank you so much for coming. No, thank you. This has been so much. It's been great. Yay!
0: I'm glad you had fun.
1: It's just been fun. It's been it's been cathartic it's been <laughs> enjoyable I've been right a little trip school. down memory lane yeah. myself and yeah. just, just, just to talk about something and have these memories of just some, just the simpler times and Yay. it's just so so lovely so 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 lovely it
0: really my head is very much like back in the 90s right now
1: like I've been yeeted back I would love to be back in the 90s
0: it was great
1: a simpler time
0: I've been Emily Slade you can find me on Twitter at Emily Slade 1 on Instagram at Emily Slade 01 why this film is on Instagram at why this film uh, it's on Twitter at why this film it's on Facebook at why this film, blah, 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 why this film podcast and you can find us on Facebook wait no I just said that I'm drunk that's fine <laughs> you can email us at why this film podcast at gmail.com if you watch small soldiers if you loved it if you have anything to say if you fancied Kirsten Dunst, I think a lot of people did it's fair enough she dominated our childhood. Um, and then please get in touch Lewis do you have anything to plug where can we find you
1: um, I don't really have anything to plug unless you want to come to my bar but like, um,
0: your bar that you work at not own
1: well you can you can find me on Instagram at lwolverson1 um, I do have a Twitter that I believe is the same my Facebook is just my name Lewis Wolverson um, yeah you can come stalk me on there if you fancy uh, I like to post up fun things every now and again so you can come look at that too
0: yay thank you so much for coming on the podcast
1: thank you so much for having me it's been a joy it absolutely has
0: I'm very drunk (laughs) (laughs) Um, we will see you next time on why this film bye
1: bye we
0: watched the film and we talked about it but now now it's time time to say say goodbye goodbye. we'll We'll be back back again with another movie that makes you wanna ask why 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 this film podcast has a patreon patreon is a membership platform that makes it easy for artists and creators to get paid head to patreon.com forward slash why this film podcast and you can select a tier. for three pound a month you can join camelot and enjoy early access to episodes including seasons one to three you'll get to vote in polls and get a personal shout out on the pod For £5 a month, you can join Fern Gully with instant access to everything from Camelot. Fern Gully members can also enjoy bonus content, live episode voting power, plus access to monthly movie night. Grab your popcorn and a drink of your choice as we pajama up and watch a movie together remotely. And for £10 a month, you can join the Enchanted Forest, where on top of everything from Camelot and Fern Gully, you can be part of a live episode where we all discuss a movie chosen by you. And if you're not into 80s and 90s animated tears, you can skip all that and make a custom pledge of an amount that suits you. Or you can head over to co-fi.com forward slash podcast and buy me a coffee with a one-off payment. We'll be adding hot chocolate to that coffee. And probably cream and marshmallows and sprinkles. But you don't need to worry about that. Thank you to all who donate. And thanks to my patron, David, for supporting this episode on Patreon. Why this film podcast is my happy place. I love chatting to guests and revisiting long lost movies. And I hope you do too.